The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Touchdown or turnover by Balcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong, better rates, and better service. We're going to the hardwood for today's touchdown or turnover. Ben, let's talk about these minutes, man. Let's talk about minutes distribution here on the Swain event. Touchdown turnover. Justin Powell will get more minutes tonight than Victor Bailey Jr. in the last game. Jordan Powell edged Victor Bailey Jr. out by two minutes. He had 10, and Victor Bailey had eight. Will we see Justin Powell with more minutes than Victor Bailey Jr. Touchdown turnover? I say touchdown. I say touchdown. I think Rick likes the potential of Justin Powell more than Victor Bailey Jr., and I think Justin Powell is ahead of Victor Bailey Jr. in terms of performance at the moment and on ahead on the totem pole I I don't think that Rick has a ton of trust in Justin because I don't think he likes what he does defensively I I think that Justin passes up on on shots that Rick wishes he would take Um, but I still think he's ahead of Victor on the totem pole and and I realize that maybe Justin is is passing up on, on some of those shots because he's maybe playing a little bit tight because he's afraid of messing up and, and Rick pulling him from the game. That that That's a separate conversation. But point blank period, Powell has passed up on some shots recently. We talked about it yesterday. Rick has talked about it. He's, he's passed up shots that he should not have passed up on. So um, I, I thought VJ earned a little more playing time in the LSU game. I'm telling you, that first stretch – that he came in during the LSU game. I don't know exactly how long he was in. It was three or four minutes. I, I, I thought he provided good minutes in, in in that stretch. He he had a corner three that was wide open, and it was halfway down. I, I still don't understand how that shot did not go down. Uh, it, it was halfway down. It should have gone down. That, that to me, is just bad luck that that, that one didn't come down. And then he came back and pump faked. Defender flew by him. Stepped inside the line and, and knocked down a, a nice mid-range jumper. Uh, had had energy on on the defensive end, and and then also got to the free throw line on, on the next possession. So and, and then you didn't see him really after that, at least that I recall. But I was also I had steam coming out of my ears by the time he would come back in. So maybe I I, I missed him because I was angry. But uh, maybe that earns Victor some more minutes. But uh, I'll say turnover. I think Powell gets more minutes because I simply think that there's more potential there. Yeah, I'm going touchdown, man. I think Justin Powell uh, will log more minutes than than Victor Bailey. I think Justin Powell will shoot more than just one three-pointer or one shot like he did against LSU. I think shooters must shoot, and he needs to understand. I'm sure that that was talked about in their film session in practice that that's what he's in the game for. He's in the game to shoot. 
just like you have you know other guys that are in the game to screen or in the game for energy and loose balls or in the game for rebounding uh, specifically. Like that's what you're in the game for. You shoot the basketball because you're a good shooter. So we need we need him to shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it until you're told not to, until they take you out. But I think Justin Powell's a guy that should have a have the green light. And um, you shoot, man. You shoot until we take you out. We shoot until we tell you not to. I think uh, Justin Powell will not only lock more minutes than, than Victor Bailey touchdown, but man, I think he's going to shoot more than just one one shot. Um, the AP poll came out yesterday. Ben, ooh, slide, little little slippy slide. Little little splash country going on. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. They slid from eighteen to twenty-two. I thought that they weren't going to be ranked after the Ole Miss win that they squeaked out, and then the debacle down in Baton Rouge. I did not think that they were going to be ranked. That would be crazy to, to drop them out completely out of the top twenty-five for that. Uh, they're not a top twenty-five team right now, in my opinion. Whew. Well. I, they are top twenty five. That that is me being over. Being that that is emotional. me overreacting to to one game, and I, I said it yesterday as well. Th- this is still a good basketball team. We are discussing the difference in being good and great, and they have the talent on the roster to to be the one of the best teams. I think Auburn has more talent on its roster, so I'm not going to say they have the talent to be the best team. In the SEC, that that is Auburn. They have the most talent. Them in Kentucky have the most talent of of anybody in the SEC on its roster, but they Tennessee still has the talent to go out and win the SEC. There, there's no doubt about that, and and that is what we are discussing: the difference in in taking that next step. So they are worthy of a top twenty five slot because they they still are a good basketball team. They're just not great right now. Memphis is number one in the country recruiting last year. Kentucky was number two. Michigan was number three. Gonzaga was number four. Tennessee, five. Duke was six. LSU was seven. LSU is certainly doing doing what they're supposed to be doing. When you look at the talent that was brought in from this previous recruiting class, you look at Duke, their top, top five, top ten team, really the only team from the ACC doing anything. Uh, Gonzaga's Gonzaga. Uh, Michigan has has fallen off a little bit, man. They've had a really bad start to the season. Yeah, man, they have they have fallen off, man. They went out They've and got, got Dickinson, but he don't have any help. Nah, man. Michigan, Michigan has has fallen off a little bit um, when you look at where they were last year. But I think Michigan, Tennessee, kind of right there when you look at the, the the class that they brought in and the results that they have right now. Then, of course, throw in Memphis. Uh, Kentucky's is is good and will be good. Uh, I like their I like their toughness inside uh, the paint, and it looks like they have a shooter and they got some 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 veteran guard play. So Kentucky's going to be a good team. And you did not mention Auburn, did you? No, because Auburn's not in top top in recruiting. Correct, um, and they're not because I, I said a moment ago that they have as much talent as anybody in the SEC. And that is still true, even though they did not finish in the top 10 or whatever. 
mm-hmm. but they added Jabari Smith, who did come from their recruiting class. Don't don't know how many guys that Auburn signed. He may have been the only guy, um, but he could be the number one overall pick. They added him. Uh, Walker Kessler is a transfer, so that's not accounted for in, in the rankings. Should be. And then Katie Johnson, the heart and soul of that team, who they got from Georgia and is an absolute stud. Hmm. He was a transfer. So two of the three best players, and I'd, I'd say Katie Johnson and, and Walker Kessler are more important than Jabari Smith. Like th- Those two are transfers. 73rd. Because they just signed one, and that was that was Jabari, Jabari Smith. But they shouldn't be seventy third with Jabari Smith. Seventy third with just one five star last year. So that's why, man, it's about what you add to your roster. You're not looking at this year's recruiting rankings. No, I'm looking at I'm looking at last year's. That's the point I'm making about about the the, the players that were that's on this team from last year's recruiting class in basketball. So Tennessee was was ranked fifth along with. You know, top programs like Memphis, uh, Michigan, Duke, LSU. We're talking about those players who are currently on the team right. now. I just I I know they only signed one guy, but I thought Jabari Smith was ranked so highly. I mean, he's top five, top ten guy. I thought he's ranked so highly that even though Auburn signed one guy, they'd finish better than seventy <laughs> third. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is an example that man just it doesn't tell them completely the complete story. Yeah. So you mentioned finish. the transfers. Um, you know, Katie Johnson. You know, Wendell Green. Wendell Green's been balling uh, too. Zep Jasper and then Walker Kessler. Like, they don't take that into consideration. But you should when you're talking about additions to your team. Yes. And look where they are right now. They're fourth in the country uh, according to the new AP rankings that were released yesterday. And uh, It's not even a doubt that Auburn right now is the best team in the SEC. When you look at – I know. When you look at – legitimate Final Four contenders, I think the SEC right now has three teams. Three teams right now, I think, that that can that are playing at a level that could get them to a Final Four. And the draw is always important here and who you go up against. But, man, the ACC is weak. Now, the Big Ten is good. Um, Big Twelve, they got some, they got some, 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 some teams outside of Baylor, but the Big Ten, Big Ten is strong. And then you look at the Pac twelve, um, and USC. I don't think it's proven yet, even though USC is undefeated. Arizona, uh, we played those guys. I think Arizona has the tools, and then UCLA. Obviously, we, they were there, uh, right there last year. But man, I think the SEC, Ben. I don't know how how you feel, how many teams you have right at this point of the season who could be legitimately Final Four contenders? Definitely Auburn. Auburn could win the national championship. Um, I think Kentucky is flirting with it. They, they've, In terms of reaching the Final Four, having that type of potential, they, they've been a little too inconsistent. But Coach Cal's teams always kind of hit their stride in February and – and March, and they certainly have the talent to do so. I, I'd say they're flirting with, with a Final Four run at at the moment. They need to be more consistent on offense. It, it seems like it's a, a different guy every night, and, and that's that's fine. That in a way, that's a good thing. But you also want to know who who 
you can get the ball to when the the going gets tough. Um, but they they've been a little inconsistent uh, this year. Alabama, I, I don't think they have Final Four potential at the moment. Their their defense is not good enough to make a Final Four run, and I I don't think Tennessee has Final Four potential at the moment. Arkansas doesn't have Final Four potential at all. I was referring, my third one was LSU. Yes, I, I I think LSU. Thank you. I was struggling to think of the third. I got your I, back, Ben. I, I got agree. your back. I, I I think Auburn and LSU definitely have Final Four potential. I think Kentucky is is flirting with it, and I think Tennessee has a extremely outside shot of of that potential. Because if not saying that I have confidence in them figuring it out, but if Tennessee were to figure it out offensively then they could absolutely make a Final Four run. Yeah, that's that was my three teams. Uh, I think that has some ingredients to make a Final Four um, right now. Kentucky, LSU, and, and Auburn. Uh, LSU jumps up to number 12. You look at Auburn, they, are, they jumped up to number four. Kentucky's at 18th. Tennessee 22, Alabama 24. Those are your SEC teams inside of the top 25. USC at five, man, the Trojans, and they just haven't played anybody. They had like four games either canceled or postponed. Their game against Arizona was postponed, so they have yet to prove that they really belong in the top five. But, hey, their record says 13-0. and 0. Pac-12 basketball is certainly better than US- football. Yes. Yes, there's some, ACC is down, but I feel like the Pac-12 is up. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of just been Oregon and a little bit of USC the last two or three years, but now Arizona's back to being Arizona. UCLA, UCLA's yeah, but last year was kind of their breakthrough year mm-hmm. under Mick Cronin, uh, and now you've got Arizona, UCLA, USC. I think Oregon's taking a little bit of a step back this year. Mm-hmm. Arizona State. With with one of the Hurleys, I always get them mixed up. Uh, Arizona State is uh, Bobby. Yes, they, they've they've been tough. The Big East has been fun to watch. I, I watched a lot of Big East basketball just by coincidence, uh, kind of on a Sunday afternoon or Thursday night, I think it is, or Monday night. I can't remember, but uh, Villanova's fun to watch. Connecticut and their big man has been fun to watch. Seton Hall. Um, ACC is really the only one that's that's down of the the big conferences. That that Memphis Cincinnati game in the American was fun on Sunday. Cincinnati can hoop. I hate that Memphis pulled out the win, but Cincy is is fun to watch. It's it's wild how far the SEC has come in basketball just over the last since Rick Barnes got to Tennessee. Not saying that Rick Barnes gets gets the credit, but like since. What was that? 2013? No. no he's been 15, here seven 16. Years. I mean, it seems like every team in the SEC, for the most part, has made a conscious effort to go out and hire a really good coach. And most of them have. In the SEC, you can be good at every single sport. You have the resources to be good at every single sport. If you want to use them. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to get being triggered. Sweet event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the free Swain event app. 
Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office Furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller and and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. Remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Rules remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Highlighting positivity, highlighting good stories, giving people their flowers right now. That's what we do here on Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Iris Networks. 
Go to their website, irisnetworksusa.com. 90 days, no payment for business internet. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, hour number two here on the program. Thank you for being with us, staying with us. Let's highlight some, some, some positivity, shall we? Let's do it. We mentioned the men's AP poll um, dropped yesterday where Tennessee slid a little bit. But the Lady Vols, man, oh man, the Lady Vols put themselves in a position where they are a top five team. Let's all say it together. The Lady Vols, top five team. This is the first time that they have been in the top five since 2015. 2015. Think about where you were in 2015. Some of y'all had a full head of hair. I look at I think I look at your profile pic, big, I mean your profile pick Ben. I almost called you a B word. And um wouldn't be the first time. You look I never call you that to your face. But you look like a totally different person in your wedding. That was just what, two years ago? Two and a half. Just think about where you were, where we were in 2015. You know where I was in 2015? Uh you was you was decorating bricks? No. <laughs> you you was on the you was you was he was on the Butch Jones train, man, 2015. Look, you cannot throw out shade when you still have a photo up on your Instagram of you in the football facility holding up the rise to the top bricks. It was hard. You know how hard it was to hold that? No, you need to up? go delete that is what you need to uh, do. Nope. Yes, nope. you need to. It's, it's, part, hey, it's part of my story. I was it's part of what happened. at Calhoun Community College in Huntsville, Alabama, trying to figure out what I wanted to do in life. And I'd go to class in the morning, and then in the afternoon and evening and night, I'd go sell shoes in the footwear department of a popular sporting goods store to pay my way through community college. 2015, man. And I did have a full head, head of hair. That, that's, when I, that's when I started to notice I was starting to get a bald spot, though. 2015. Actually, on... Yesterday, Monday, was January 10th, six years from the day that I moved to Knoxville. I moved to Knoxville January 10th, 2016 for my first semester at Tennessee. I transferred to Tennessee midway through the year, and my first semester was uh, the, the four captains spring game with Alvin and JRM and Dobbs and who am I missing? Barnett. Uh, Cam Sutton was Cam a captain? Yeah, Cam Sutton was a captain. I don't think Barnett was. I don't like publicly. He was like a captain by the way he looked at you. Yes. Also, shout out to Cam Sutton, attaboy to Cam Sutton for that pick against the Ravens in the end zone on on Sunday. Man, the Vols doing doing their thing. Man, Juwan kind of overshadowed the Vols in the NFL shining, but um, but shout out to the Lady Vols. That's right. What were you doing in 2015? Changing diapers. Did, did trying to figure out how in the heck I'm paying. Did you for. just have a third kid, or were you about mm, to have a third kid? Well, I think you had just had a just, third kid when had, I met you. Man, just just had just had my 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 youngest man. She was born in December 
2015. So trying to trying to figure out how we're going to take care of three kids, praying every day, worrying, wishing, hoping. <laughs> but here we are, man. Here we are six years, seven years later, and Tennessee is fifth in the country. Lady Vols undefeated in SEC play, 15-1. and one. They're having fun. The culture looks positive, as I can remember. The ESPN rankings, power rankings, have them at three. Kelly Harper earned Coach of the Week honors from ESPN. Yes. So, man, just a whole lot of flowers for the Lady Vols getting that recognition. But, man, number three in the power rankings, fifth in the AP poll. Kelly Harper getting love. SEC. Uh, excuse me, ESPN Coach of the Week, not just SEC, but just Lady Basketball. Period. Coach of the Week. That is um, that is big time. That is big time, and she's doing it at her school. Yes, and they are they are legitimately fun to watch. They they are, and this is the most enjoyable team to watch since a Pat Summit coached team. It really is. And it, it doesn't have anything to do with basketball. And it has everything to do with how hard they play and how much they love one another. Though Those two things make me want to tune in every Sunday and every Thursday to watch the Lady Vols. Because that's that's what's been missing. That that has been what's missing. I'm, I'm not saying it's always the, the prettiest basketball to watch. Turnovers can still be an issue for the Lady Vols at times. And I, I know how some of you feel about women's basketball in general, but they are legitimately fun to watch. They 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 are the closest thing to a Pat Summit coach team since Pat's coaching career came to an end. And I love that it is a Pat Summit disciple as well. And ultimately Kelly Harper will be judged on whether she wins a national championship or not, because those are the expectations for that program. But as of right now, a lot of y'all have a lot of crow to eat. Who are you looking at? Are you looking at me? No. Yes, but no. Oh. Not not saying that you have a. I always look at you when I talk. Most of the time, at least. Not not saying that you have crow to eat, but. You all know who you are. Mm. With, with 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 your happy Twitter fingers over the last couple of years. Some of y'all have some crow to eat saying that she Kelly Harper would not do anything. And she is on the verge of of getting Tennessee back to to where it should be. Hopefully she can win a national championship. I recognize that that's how she will ultimately be judged, but that team is is really really Fun to watch. I have two other Tennessee-themed attaboys. Uh, the first one goes to Jalen Hyatt. I love what he tweeted out yesterday afternoon at 5.30. Uh, he is planning on auctioning off his bowl game jersey, and all of his proceeds will be split between the Knox County Parks and Rec and the Richland Rec there in Columbia, South Carolina, where he played as a kid. And he wants to help needy families 
that might struggle to pay for fees and safe equipment. And uh, he tweeted that more info will follow and he wants to make a difference. So I thought that was a really, really cool initiative from Jalen Hyatt there auctioning off his bowl game jersey from the Music City Bowl to split between the Knox County Parks and Rec and the Richland Rec there in Columbia, South Carolina, where he played as a kid growing up. And also want to give Kevin Punter Jr. an attaboy for his initiative that he has going on, the former Tennessee guard, former Tennessee guard Kevin Punter. He was the he 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 got a little he got a little bit of that Rick Barnes development towards the end of his career. Well, he got a lot of it with Rick, a shot. Rick helped him fix that shot. That's right, man. Uh, disappointed that you didn't recognize that I was saying former Tennessee guard, but uh, Kevin I, Punter I'm over, Jr. I'm here doing Lord's work. Has established the Kevin Punter Jr. scholarship. He uh, he retweeted a tweet that I guess one of his family members or or one of his friends tweeted out. Looks like. KP shared it on his Instagram story and somebody took a screenshot and shared it to Twitter. But uh, the Kevin Punter Jr. Scholarship has been established and it is an annual $4,000 award to a qualified African-American student attending Salison High School in New Rochelle, New York. Hope I said all that correctly. Uh, this is Sounds right. KP's high school that he played at and uh, this scholarship is in an effort to provide qualified students acknowledgement of their character with the opportunity to evidence their growth as a whole person the scholarship is not solely based on the students athletic ability or their academics its primary intention is to help young men of color achieve success by providing access to a high quality education and instilling in them the confidence to help their communities Love it, love it, love so it, love it, love it. Shout out to uh, Jalen Hyatt and Kevin Punter, giving back to uh, their communities. Love it. Um, I'm giving an attaboy to former Tennessee linebacker, VFL Draw Mayo, who uh, looks like he's going to be interviewed for the head coaching job there with the Denver Broncos. I'm giving him an attaboy not because he got the job, but because he has put himself in a position to be – Considered to be interviewed. And, um, you know, I, I got a chance to play with Gerard Mayo. Uh, hosted him. I don't know if I hosted him. No, I didn't host him on this visit. I think it was somebody else. But I was right there with him during his visit. And I just remember telling myself that he's different. Like, he's just, he's different. And always about business. And was uncomfortable going out. It was, it was all ball. Very mature, and no surprise that Gerard Mayo is 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 in this position. Um, would be cool to see him coach AJ Johnson. No, that would be cool. That would be cool. But you know the, you know, simpleton Bronco fans are like, oh my gosh, last time he had a Patriots assistant as a head coach. He is Mayo the uh, DC, or just a lot. He's the DC, DC, right? Yeah, DC. Okay. Yeah, he's DC, but they there's should, been just, just, there's been some talk about does he really does he really call, call plays? plays yeah, you know? I mean, that, but it doesn't really matter, like because yeah. being a head coach in NFL is about your ability to to to, to inspire and motivate, um, and you know let your coaches do their job and have a positive culture. Mike Tomlin, baby. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes who are head coaches who are not coordinators. 
I love Mike Tomlin so much. I would follow him into the abyss. I would too. I love Mike Tomlin. I would take a bullet for Mike Tomlin. Nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Somewhat kid. Nah, you ain't. I ain't doing that. I had to, I had to bring you back in like uh, like like Craig had to do day day. I'll die for this. <laughs> <laughs> I would die for Mike Tomlin. I'll die for this, man. You know what? I'm the. I, I'm the. Hey, we we top fly security, Craig. We got we got secure this, man. We gotta clean this all this up. No, we don't. You know, we just gotta we just gotta do our jobs, get paid, and not get shot. I can <laughs> I can show my love for Mike Tomlin in a different way. I don't have to take a bullet for Mike Tomlin to show my love for Mike Tomlin. You gonna wear some aviators? And, and I'm just gonna cross- name my name my kid after him, Mike Tomlin McKee. Oh, you should name him Tomlin. Tomlin McKee. Tomlin McKee. Tomlin Mike McKee. Or the the Tomlin, the Tomlin, the coldest Tomlin McKee. <laughs> that that's how the I Tomlin. Would show the Tomlin, come here, boy. Show my love. What uh, what real quick before we move on, the Tomlin. What do you think of uh, some Stone. of some of the names that the Bears requested to interview? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, if if I was a Bears fan, I would kind of roll my eyes at a couple of them. Are you talking about um, head coaching or GM? I saw GM stuff because well, you got to uh, hire that first. Well, I, I kind of rolled my eyes at Leslie Frazier and Brian Dayball. Brian but Dayball is, is, is good. He's going to get up. Da- Dayball intrigues me more. But Leslie Frazier, I was like, nah, I'm good on Leslie Frazier. Right. Yes, but 13 minutes ago, Adam Schefter, you're going to like this one. Hold on to your britches. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Hold man. on to your britches. Hold on, man. Hold on. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need you pulling a Ben McKee in, in here with your pants off. Yeah. Byron Leftwich. According to uh, Adam Schefter, 13 minutes ago, the Bears have requested permission to interview both Bucks coordinators, OC Byron Lefwich and DC Todd Bowles, per league source. I, I like Todd Bowles. Bears interested in offense. both Bucks coordinators and both Bills coordinators, Brian Dayball and Leslie Frazier. And when I say I, I rolled my eyes at Leslie Frazier, it was more because he's a defensive guy, and I think the Bears need to go get an offensive guy. Not I, nothing against Leslie Frazier. I don't know what he would do, how good he would be. I just think the Bears need an offensive guy. Yeah, if Leslie Frazier was with uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I am intrigued by Brian Flores, though, and I'll take a defensive guy like him because, like Mike Tomlin, he reminds me of Mike Tomlin. Yeah, and like, not because he's black too. That's, well, I thought that's why you said that, but um, the the, the demeanor and. Like good culture, yeah. The, like that it, team could have fell apart at midway through the year. Yeah, they finished eight one. So the 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 respect that those guys demand and get that's that's what you want a head coach. And if you can go out and get a a good quarterback um, developer, a great coordinator, then I mean you you know you'd be all right. But like, I, I like I like me some Brian Leftwich now. How much does Tom Brady make him look good? How much does Leftwich actually actually puts Tom Brady, you know, situations he put Tom Brady in? I do know that Bruce Arians lets his coordinators coach, and he 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 does do that. So I like Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles was a head coach there with the Cardinals. Did not work out, but most coaches get fired and get recycled and get another opportunity. So. Uh, but I, I like I, I like those names, man. I don't like the Leslie Frazier one, but I do like Brian Leftwich. I'm re- I'm 
looking forward to the Chiefs. Go ahead and sit on down so we can go talk to Eric Beanie. Need to go ahead and talk to uh, Lane Kiffin. You want Lane Kiffin coaching your Bears? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I just don't trust Lane. Hey, man. He grown man, man. He grown man. He don't act like one. He, he grown man. Does so he I, act like one? I got worried about him and co-eds in, in Chicago because, you know, there's none around unless you unless you want to go all the way to Northwestern. Or, uh, you know, Notre Dame is 45 minutes away. It's just no. It's, Chicago is a big enough city. He'll, he'll exactly. find That's what I'm saying. Like, like offensively, I, I see what Kingsbury has well, done. It's not the offense. With, 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 with the Cardinals. And I'm sitting here saying, I want that for me. Yes, yes. I, I mean, I understand it from that perspective. That's the only perspective I'm coming from. Like, I know Montario and other guys that were on that 2009 team loved playing for him. Will NFL players feel the same way? I don't Would he relate to, to NFL players? He would. He I, would. I, I think that he would. I just Come to the shy. I love Lane's offense. Let's get those. Hashtag come to the shy. Let's go. Look, I, I would love – Lane Kiffin bolting from Ole Miss because I have a buddy who is a bandwagon Ole Miss fan because of Lane, and all he wants to do is talk about how Ole Miss is better than Tennessee and this and and that and Tennessee's irrelevant. I'm like, bro, you root for Ole Miss, and I would I would love for it from just that standpoint alone, just to to stick the knife in in my buddy's heart. That would be great, and, and I'll slowly pull it out That'd with a couple great. twists and turns yeah, along that would be, the way. That'd be great. That'd be great. All right, let's go back to the phones. 865-255-03. Let's get to Greedy Greg. I stay away from Greg, man. He greedy. What's up, Greedy Greg? Hey, how y'all doing, guys? What's up, man? Hey, hey that, that, was, that was a pretty good game last night. I, I, I came front. It, oh, it was, was terrible. Uh, unlike Ben, um, I had the root for Georgia. I don't like neither team. But, but um, hey, I'm, 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 I'm a little uh, – What's the word? Uh, um, I guess I hold a little bit of grudges, so I I, I wasn't rooting for any ex ball players that that you know left our program. Bag up, bag up, bag up, Terry. Put it reverse, Terry. <laughs> Did you say you was rooting for Georgia? Well, because everybody thinks because Georgia winning that's going to affect Tennessee, and Georgia has been having the number one recruiting class since 2018. I, I mean, they still going you know they can't do no better than what they're doing already recruiting. So I, I mean, the only, the only thing it, 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 it did for Georgia was okay. Now, you know, Georgia can always say all that stuff. Hey, we've been beating y'all Tennessee, but now we can come back and say y'all ain't won that since one year. So we don't want to hear that. Now, you know that we can't throw that back at them. But I, I, hey, I wasn't rooting for Alabama because I didn't want. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't want Henry Toy Toy to win the ring. He ain't want to leave Tennessee like in shambles to go win the ring at Alabama. I understand what, that, what, but did you have to root for a team, though? Can you just watch it? Well, I wasn't root. I mean, you know, I I, I, I wasn't just like, like yeah, go Georgia. But, <laughs> but I, you know, somebody had to win. And, and I'm like, you know, it's not like Alabama winning is going to do, you know, it's going to help us. And everybody's thinking since Alabama winning and, and Georgia, Georgia's still getting the number one recruit there. They still, they still. You know, they still doing what they're doing. So, yeah. it ain't going to change nothing. I, I, you know, we, we, Greg, I wish you would have been able to see me watch the game, dude. I was so miserable. 
It was like I was in detention. I, I had Bill Belichick face on the whole time. <laughs> I was, like, I was depressed watching that game yesterday. It's so angry. And, like, I made sure, like, the kids were in bed and, like, I was away from everybody before I started to really watch it because I didn't want the energy to to, tra- to, to uh, transfer to them. But I was I was miserable watching the game, man. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, like, like I, I do agree with Ben. I think if Alabama had their um, receivers, it would have been a different game because you know Georgia defense is phenomenal. But I mean, Houdini is, is a great name for Alabama quarterback because if they come at that guy, three, four guys, and he's still getting that ball off accurately. He's if great. he had those weapons, we talking about those 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 won't be first round draft picks. You can't tell me that that you know that wouldn't change the game. Yeah. But, but um, well, not but only like the receivers, said, I, but in the SEC championship game, Bryce Young had time. Alabama bullied Georgia up front, and Bryce Young was running for his life last night. But you can do that also because the uh, the way they were blitzing, they know those, those they know they didn't have the the, the weapons at receiver no more. If those receivers getting past those those uh, uh, corners and safeties, you can't blitz as much. You have to, you know. So so it gave them opportunity too. Throw the house at uh, at uh, at the quarterback, and they needed to throw the house at him. I mean, he's a phenomenal quarterback. I can't take that, you know, take nothing from him. Nope. But but I, like I said, I, I'm, I wasn't I wasn't rooting for Henry. I can't see him going to Alabama to get a ring, leaving us the way he left us. Uh, um, I mean, you know, I I, I I wish him the best in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> My grudge line ends once he leave Alabama. <laughs> no, never ends. He's going to the Steelers. You just I, watch. I hope whatever team takes him cuts him. I hope he, I hope he does not go to the Bears. Oh, I, I do not want to root for him. Hey, hey I, I can't I can't hold a grudge. Anti Teo you know, Junior. Like, like for Oklahoma, I don't want none of those kids to win a you know ring and and do anything while they while they're in college. But hey, once they leave, I, I wish them well in the pros, make them money and so forth. You know, I, I you know I'm not gonna hold a grudge like that. But, but I will. I mean, if they just stay to Tennessee, look, look at what we've done with, with, you know, we had over 34 players leave. Could, you know, I mean, it might be more than that now. Look at what they, they just stayed in, and, and it, not with Tennessee kids even see. If they stay and, 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 and defend their state, they will have a great football team. And I just would say they, they see that, you know, uh, you don't need to go to these other places. And, and, and you are playing in the SEC. You are playing Alabama and Georgia every year. So you're going to get the uh, the eye attention you want and you beat them you're gonna get even more attention but yeah. but but, but, uh, but let, let me also just just tap on the on the, the recruiting i mean i i'm one also fans hoping tennessee um i had a little more action but i do also see how how they're 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 building you know they're trying to build delta with uh getting uh uh pw about the pwos about walk-ons and everything um, you know, they've got the kid to come back home. He's a three-star, and, and he, he's, he's a walk-on. They've got a, a, a two or three um, offensive linemen from Tennessee. I mean, you know, you never know what you're going to get out of these walk-ons, but, but at least you, you, you provide in depth, and, 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 and you know, you, you got to build for, for the future. We're not going to be Georgia overnight. We we're not going to do it. So so, and I, I like them being selective, making sure you know we we getting the right players. We get you know we doing what we got to do. Um, so so I'm 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 for the way they building everything. You know I I, I do you know wish we had gotten burst. I mean, pass rushing is something that hurt us a lot this year, especially mm-hmm. with the style of defense plan. 
Mm-hmm. But but one, one one more last comment, y'all. Uh, uh, Kelly Harper, God, I, I got to tilt my hat to what she's doing. Um, I mean, you look around the um, college, the female college basketball. You got former five stars on all these teams that used to be at Tennessee, and and yeah, you know, like God, we we really we probably would be, you know, the team if everybody would have stayed. But the way she came in and 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 built, and she went out of she went and got players that. You know her 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 her, um, her style and, and 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 you know the 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 attitude she wants towards the team and, and I I just you know then we lose our uh, lose Bray Bray she's back but she's still she's she's you know it's gonna take her a while to be back to herself but the only lose one game that was Stanford and we was in that game could have won yep wow wow UConn who 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 who's out-recruited us the last couple of years, lose their star, and and, and, and they're not the same team. Yep. yep. And, you and, love to see and, it. And at Stanford game, we also didn't have – we didn't have our best two players because uh, – uh, um, uh, um, uh, what's her name? The uh, uh, the, uh, the point guard. The, Jordan um, Horston. Yeah, yeah, Horston was out that game as well. So, so for us to play Stanford the way we did, I was, I was very impressed. And I just wanted, you know – uh, uh, I know she's uh, coach of the week, but I mean, sometimes uh, um, since the late Bob's didn't want a championship, like we didn't put them on the back burner. But hey, we need we need to let the world know. Hey, we Tennessee, you know, the late Bob, we, they ran basketball for a long time, and and, and look like she's trying to bring them back, you know. And I love it. I love it too, but, man. Uh, thank you, thank you, greedy, thank you, greedy, great man. Good stuff from you. I don't want the ain't root for no damn team. In the SEC Championship game I mean, or title game. I mean, it was the SEC Championship game, title game. It was all the same. I mean, you can word it however you want. If you wanted Georgia to win over Alabama, you were rooting for a team. No matter how you slice it, you can you can word it to make yourself feel better. You want If you wanted a team to win over the other for a particular reason, that is rooting for a team. You may not have had a pom-pom in your hand. You might have been singing the fight song you may not have had your dj shockley jersey on but if you wanted alabama to beat georgia because it was better for tennessee you 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 were pulling for alabama i mean you can say that but i watched the game with zero emotion on, on when they either both plays were being made on both sides of the football i did not i wanted i, I didn't want either team to win see and it sucks to say but if if I had to pick, I would have rather seen Alabama win because I I do agree that it would it would be better for Tennessee if Alabama had won. What's another national championship to them? Georgia, we don't have that forty one year streak to hang over their head anymore, and I I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. But Kirby does have a a national championship that he can now sell, and uh, so I I did want Bama to win for those reasons and and look I'll, I'll admit because of that i did have emotions when a play would go in bama's favor or a play would go in georgia's favor but trust me i do find joy in the fact that my bama buddies who pick on me all the time are are in their feelings today yeah. i do i do have a lot of joy in bama losing don't don't get it twisted i understand that i get that i get it i get it hey man emotionally we ain't all built the same and uh, that's okay. I'm just not as cold-blooded as you. Maybe one day I can be like you, but I'm far from it I right can, now. I can compartmentalize, man. That's 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 all it is, man. 865-255-03. Be right back.
what is coming up on the Swain event. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those, and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit. You get confused. You don't understand why. You start to ask questions. But really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question you may ask? For what? Man, it has been a while since we have had for what, but man, it is on time today. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Speaking of Dead End Barbecue, man, hey, man. Woo! Had some takeout Sunday, some wings. Thought about you, Ben. Thought about you for like like five seconds. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. It's amazing. Brisket quesadillas. It's ordered in the house. 
pimento mac and cheese by the kiddos ordered in the house. Sausage and cheese play was ordered in the house. Thought about you, Ben. Wish you could have been there. Anyways, what you got for for what? Uh, I am going back a little bit for my for what today. It is one that I had booked marked to give following Christmas, but been kind of hectic on the show since Christmas. So as Swain mentioned, Man. haven't really done for what lately. Uh, so this is from Christmas Eve when John Lynch had to tweet out an apology on Christmas Eve at 8.32 p.m. Uh, he tweets, apparently, while in Christmas Eve mass with my family, I accidentally and unknowingly liked a tweet. What tweet did he like? It was a tweet throwing Jimmy Garoppolo under the bus <laughs> and that the 49ers needed to move on from Jimmy G. That was the tweet that John Lynch liked. And he says, apparently, while in Christmas Eve mass with my family, family, I accidentally and unknowingly liked a tweet. Never intended to and remain a huge believer in Jimmy Merry Christmas to everyone. This man, John Lynch, you, you don't believe him, is using Christmas Eve Mass and the birthday of Jesus as an excuse as to why he accidentally liked a tweet. Yeah, I don't know why what he was doing and where he was have anything to do with. Hey, man, you just you just did not mean to. Like a tweet, I do it a lot, man. I I like a tweet on accident, and I have to unlike it. Um, luckily, it has not been anything crazy. Like Ben McKee is like terrible, huh? Huh? What? Like Steve Stripling? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, no, man, <laughs> no, not not like Coach Stripling, man. Oh, <laughs> so like, luckily it hasn't been anything crazy like that. Like I didn't, have, I didn't like one of Big Orange Max tweets from from Wednesday, or um, you know, someone calling you out your name, or someone like being over the top and disrespectful, or being just straight up nasty on there. Never mind, I already mentioned Triple. I already mentioned uh, Big Orange Max. So um, luckily that didn't happen. But I, that's happened to me before where I like like to tweet when I didn't mean to. But there's no reason to be like, while I was in church, praising him above. Celebrating his birthday. You You don't need to tell us all that, man. Speaking of uh, Triple O, do you think he is uh, disappointed that the fighting Dan Campbells did not reach the seven win mark this year? It was a failure in Triple O's eye, man. All he wanted was seven wins. That would be considered a successful season. How many win this year, too? I mean, two and I, a half. Two. <laughs> they, they want two and tie one. I ain't got much to say either, man. I ain't got much to say. I can't even be excited about a first round pick because you did. You didn't. You didn't say that you would be pleased with seven <laughs> yeah, wins that, before the season. Yeah, that is true. That is true, Ben. Thanks for having my back, man. You got my back. Thanks for having my back. Oh my goodness, man. I'm just happy the Bears are cleaning house. Our three. Coming up.